Hey everyone, it's Caleb, and it's Tuesday, November 30th. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin's newest book, Get to the Point, was an instant international bestseller. Get to the Point is available worldwide in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. It is a practical guide for passionately pursuing God's presence. Every guidance and provision you will ever need can be found today in the presence of God. Visit kevinwhite.us to read and gift Get to the Point and Kevin's first book, Audacious Generosity, today. Today, Kevin is joined by Dr. James Jernigan of Cornerstone Chiropractic in Cary, North Carolina. James is a brother in Christ, friend, and board member for Global Hope India. Put your hands together and let's welcome Kevin and James to today's show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. We're so excited to have you with us. I am with my friend, Dr. James Jurgen of the Cornerstone Chiropractic uh, Center in Cary, North Carolina. He's also an awesome board member of Global Hope India, where I am the executive director, and I am so glad to have you on the show. How are you, brother? I'm grateful uh, to be here. I'm excited to be a part of Global Hope India. And as, as listeners today, I want you to just lean in and dive in because um, before we started this episode, just listening to how much passion and how much um, direction that Kevin has in this subject, I think that it's going to really be able to set a lot of people free from a lot of struggles, a lot of bad belief systems. And uh, I just know that you'll be blessed by it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, we we invite you to peek in on this uh, conversation as we have today's episode. If you're listening wherever podcasts are heard, we are so thankful that you are in the audience. And uh, God has you here listening for a reason, and I'm so excited about that. We have been in a discussion for the last couple of weeks on the area of prosperity, and it's something that I ran from for the bulk of my life and um, that I was told to stay away from and to avoid. And yet, every time I read uh, the Bible, I kept seeing God point out things about His promise to prosper us. Listen to these verses. Um, This is Proverbs 28, verse 25. It says, trust in the Lord leads to prosperity. I mean, are you going to argue with that? Are we going to rip that out of our Bible and say, if you trust in the Lord, you're going to be miserable. You're going to be, you're, it's going to, you're going to have to suck it up, buttercup. There's going to be pain. I, w- I want to just clarify what, in case you've missed the last couple of episodes, our definition of prosperity is not necessarily material possessions uh, and it's not perfect health a bulging bank account. Our definition of prosperity is first and foremost, the presence of God in a person's life. Those things that money can't buy, peace and the power of the resurrection and and uh, all of the fruits of the spirit and, and everything else. And yet it's at the same time, not anti-wealth, not anti-possessions. It is those things for God. As I talked about in my book, Audacious Generosity, God's more is more of him 
more for him. And so if the purposes of God in your life needs a jet plane, stand on the word of God. And at the same time, we're not anti-wealth. If you absolutely need a jet plane to fulfill the purposes of God in your life, stand on his word and wait on the Lord for that jet plane. But what I really want us to dive into today is these fears behind prosperity because for the longest time I ran from it. I was so afraid. We're afraid of being greedy. We're afraid of, of corruption and, and those things. What about you, Dr. James? What's, what's God bringing to mind in the area of fear? You know, I guess at any single moment, God can put a little impression on your heart that say, whoa, maybe I was thinking about this the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Because even having the belief of the, of the struggle or that God doesn't want you to have that, I think that that's a great first place to start because, because it means that you're actually contemplating and you're trying to fight off what do I really want versus what does God really want. Now, I'm not saying that that's the best way of believing, but I think that it's a good start because the motives are pure. Your motives are saying, I, I have this worldly like desires and my, what my flesh wants. And I see what, what God, I'm trying to build my life off of what God really wants. And so I think that the motives are pure in it. However, it's not the, the most truth. Like it's not the highest level of truth in the relationship with God. But I think that it's a great place to start. So as you're saying that, it's almost like, because I, I want to say, oh yeah, I believe that too. But, but I also remember when I believed it, it was coming from a pure place. And so if you're out there and you're saying, I I absolutely want to have a deep and personal relationship with God. I want to have a life that really matters. I want to build my life so that when I'm meeting Jesus face to face, it can be a family reunion. We can have all of these moments where, you know, just wow, every single step of the way, how you were there. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And keep that. Yeah. And as we dive into it, we can unpackage that. A lot of it was true. However, there's some things that you've been holding on to that just aren't biblically true that are blocking blessings that God wants to provide for you so that you can go out and fulfill the purpose that he has for you in his life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love what you just brought out there about motives. And I really think that it is possible to surrender our motives. And let me just share a verse with you that um, that really calls us to that and puts us in our in in a place of of pure motives it says do nothing out of selfish ambition this is philippians chapter 2 verse 3 or vain conceit rather in humility value others above yourself so what if i kevin white pursued prosperity for james instead of for kevin doesn't that then allow me the opportunity to, for God to show me what he desires even in my life? And, and so like, like James also warns us, you have not because you ask not. So there's something to be learned there. But then he gives us another, another point of view here. He says, because when you ask, you ask with wrong motives that you might use it for your own pleasures. And so what if I could get 
Kevin White out of the picture whenever it comes to the desire of prosperity. I believe it's biblically possible to do that. And, and so as we yield to the Spirit and we consider the, that God is desiring more for us, more of Himself, His presence, I said in Get to the Point that we are never more prosperous than when we are in the presence of God. And I believe that with all my heart. So when we, when we yield to the Spirit and we come into the mind of Christ, that we have prosperity in the presence of God. And when we, when we hear what the Word is saying in warning about motives, and we crucify those motives and we surrender those motives, one of the things that God has, has put in my life to protect me of impure motives is the call to others first. He's given us this in Philippians. Do not consider your own self, but the needs of others. And so one of the things that I believe God's been showing me that rules out a lot of potential of corruption and, and greed is that true prosperity prospers everyone. True prosperity prospers everyone. It's not God's plan that I go into business to get Kevin White rich while my employees and my vendors are starving. That's not prosperity. But I cannot go and prosper employees and vendors without my Heavenly Father prospering me. And what He teaches us in His Word is if you will focus on prospering others, I will prosper you. But if you focus on prospering yourself, you'll gain nothing because you will totally miss the heart of your heavenly father who desires to, to lavish his goodness on us. If we're really looking at this and where when I would read it in the past, it would almost like I would, um, that means that I have to lower my self-worth or value mm-hmm. in order to raise somebody else up. And like what, what Pastor's saying is, um, no, 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 you're, you're still not seeing the whole equation. Mm-hmm. It's, it never says that you are, you know, like you are worthless and then your neighbor is, is, has so much value. Right. He's like, he's trying to get you to realize one, how much I love you because I saved you. I've set you free. I've mm-hmm. called you home into my presence. Mm-hmm. Now we get to look because if we really look at it, that was step one. Boom. Now we are whole and complete. We're filled with God's love. We're not lacking anything. Mm-hmm. And from that wholeness, because we're not lacking anything, we can give to others. We can provide for others. We can raise other people up and we can see how much how much value they are. And then we can pour into them. Mm-hmm. And so then we keep that flow going instead of a like this equation that I would have and maybe a lot of it was subconscious but that i just thought that i had to lower myself to nothing and then then i would you know put everybody else first but then what happens is there's a victim mentality and there's this this um this part inside of you that you're gonna realize that that's not a sustainable method but Mm -hmm. if you almost think of it as let's say you have a cup under uh, a 
a fountain, you know, like, or, or a faucet. Mm-hmm. Um, and you pour the cup up and you t- turn off the faucet and then you pour it into other cups. Well, then your cup goes empty again. But if you turn that faucet on, that's God's presence in your life and your cup starts to overflow, you can literally put other cups right below that cup and it's going to overflow in every direction into those other cups. And then you get to see all those other cups filled as well while you are staying full. And, and I think that that's uh, just that visual has helped me so much of thinking, you know, I don't have to lower myself to raise somebody else up. I, by me staying in God's presence, it, it's a natural byproduct. Not only will I fill other cu- cups up, but I have a deep desire to because I'm whole mm-hmm. and I want to be able to pour all of that same love into other people as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really goes to how big is our God? Is my God big enough just to take care of Kevin? Or is my God big enough to take care of the whole world? And I get to be in the stadiums of Almighty God to watch Him do that. And is my life's purpose going to be uh, zeroed in on, on producing what Kevin needs? Or can God use me for His glory? Uh, to further his mission around the world. Jesus, who I'm following, said, I am about my father's business. And if we're going to follow Jesus, we're going to have to be about our father's business. And so I want you to hear this. Everyone in the audience, I want you to hear that there is a prosperity gospel that is biblical, that is void of greed. We are so fearful of greed, but what if we could take greed out of the equation? And the way to take greed out of the equation is that prosperity is more of God, more for God. I don't own it already. I'm recording this on a laptop that belongs to Almighty God. It's not mine. My car is God's. My houses are are God's. My clothing is God's. It's all borrowed. It's not mine. And so God's prosperity is more of Him, more for Him. That rules out greed. Then if we could rule out corruption then we would have a a pure form of biblical prosperity. And the way to rule out corruption is to be focused on others first. Because corruption is prosperity at other people's expense. That's what corruption is. Prosperity at other people's expense. If I hire a 100 employees and they are starving because they don't make enough money while I am eating high off the cow and I am rolling in the dough, that's corruption. And and that's not prosperity. Corruption is prosperity at other people's expense. True prosperity is when everyone prospers. And so in order to avoid corruption, I as a follower of God, allow him to fill me with the desire that everyone prosper. Everyone. I mean, salvation is not just for Kevin. It's for the whole world. This Bible is not just something Kevin needs. There is a billion people in India that need this Bible. I want Bibles for them as much as I want my own Bible. 
and cars for people who need transportation and housing for people who need housing and vaccines for people who need vaccines and Jesus for everyone who needs Jesus is on and on and on. And that rules out corruption when I live my life for the purpose of prosperity and it's defined as everyone prospers, not just Kevin. And it's not just about me anymore. That really gives us a pure form of biblical prosperity. And so what if you in the audience today accepted that it is possible to pursue the presence of God, allow Him to fulfill His His promise of prosperity, and it not make you greedy, and it not make you corrupt? Would you pursue His presence and allow Him to give you the gift of prosperity? I believe everyone that had any sense of God in their life would say yes. And I want you to say that to God. I want to encourage you to ask God to prosper you for others. There is so much freedom and joy that will come into your life when you do that. And, and it's, it really is the best life ever for you and I to wake up every morning knowing that God desires to give life that leads to prosperity. I'll see you back here next week on The Kevin White Show. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. Each week we bring you a message of prosperity from God. Remembering God's greatest gift is His very own presence made possible through Jesus Christ. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show. Connect with Kevin now at kevinwhite.us. kevinwhite.us.